So wanted to do a little interesting podcast talking about the future of where things are. And um there was a there was a YouTube video that was talking about how they used to think there would be flying cars and stuff like that. Which is interesting. I remember reading about that in like second grade and stuff like that. They would always have these little weekly readers. The little baby bro magazines. And I guess now they're finally working on flying cars, which is cool. Um, but they're mostly in Europe. And part of the problem is you have to have a pilot license to be able to use these. So I guess that's one thing they didn't really think about. At the time, maybe they were just trying to sell their magazine and trying to make science fiction sound better than it could, I guess. And I guess there's a lot of science fiction books like that. There was one I was reading, I can't remember what it was called. It was written in like the 30s or 40s and I really didn't know that it was until I got into the middle of the book when they were talking about how TVs are going to be this big giant console thing that is just on a wall and you would just be able to touch it and different things like that. You would touch that wall and it would be able to move things around and whatever so it wasn't it wasn't quite there some of the concept was there but not really and then there was this part where you would take this flying cars because I guess they even thought of it then too flying cars in the future and you would take this flying car that would be completely self-programmed like Tesla's are and things like that, where it would already know how to navigate to what destination you want. You would use that touch screen to do that. So they got that right, because you can do that now with Tesla's. They have that touch screen where you can be able to navigate to what it is you want to do. Um, but it would already un- it would um, be able to take off in like a few seconds or whatever you wouldn't need to worry about regulations it would already be covered through government things like that so it was kind of interesting the one weird thing though is they ended up putting this guy in like they didn't call him like a prison they put him in this kind of institutionalized clinic because he was um, he was mad at somebody and he ended up fighting them 
And so they had to separate him from society. I wish I could remember what that book was. But it was really interesting. And then they were they were all starting to go in the war for some reason. And they had to get on this boat and get out of there. And the boat was... Um, the boats, I think, were still driven by humans, which was kind of weird, but everything else wasn't. Um, but they were talking about all these different gears and stuff. You would have to set up for the flying to work and everything. So it's kind of interesting. Some of these science fiction books. Mm, what do you think, people? Um, yeah, the science fiction books are kind of cool in that, um, but I, what I like about those versus only videos is that the books get into the philosophy of, like, the future and why it's happening and the concepts that we may not think about, but, so maybe I'm a little, you know, I, I like my books too, but with science fiction a little better, but, um... It's kind of interesting to find out what's going on now, too. Yeah, it is. Because I feel like we're almost... We're living in the future right now, in a way. Yeah, and maybe it's some um, different future most than most people would have thought it would have been. But um, I guess you can't get everything right. And sometimes they're more predictions than they are actual things that happen, I guess. Maybe it's not about being right. It's just about learning things that we didn't know. Yeah, I think so. It's just trying to go deep in your mind and figure out what it is would make society work to an advantage I guess mm. um, I guess it's it's kind of like even computers and I mean they they all kind of thought there would be maybe this touch screen you could use and um, or maybe it would be mounted on a wall and you could use that too and they're, they're kind of right somewhat about things like that but I don't think they really thought of any type of computer ever fitting in your pocket being able to do millions of things on yeah like especially doing a podcast or having like a full-fledged studio on it I know because the book that talks about it now and like maybe one or two of them there's couple of them what was that one all rights reserved they have like the everybody's all about the watch and you can do everything from the watch but like yeah you're right like the older science fiction books don't really um they talk a lot about like wall screens and like having things kind of on the tv and and then awaken to that book talks about kind of having a phone but more like having a computer on your wall yeah, this is kind of interesting. 
But I guess that's that's how it is sometimes. It just depends on what people can really do in society, I guess. And I think right now we have a lot of these things already built up, but the trick is is it's not really something new as if we're expecting. It's things that are just, they're being redone over and over again, just in a different way. Um, which is fine, I guess, but sometimes it's disappointing, too, because it's like, no, I want something new. Right. Something innovative, you know. And then it's just like the same thing. It's like, well... Okay, here you go. You have a, a computer-based thing that's in your pocket, but it, like, let's say it ran all the same stuff, though, and it did all the same things, but only difference is you can just put it in your pocket. There's, it sounds cool for a second, but then it's like, well, that, that's not what I thought it would ever be. I thought you could be able to teleport or something. Um, and maybe they'll eventually have that to where you can teleport you to can different teleport dimensions. You and can teleport your Uber, you can teleport. It is kind of weird how, like, but it's it's not in the way that we thought. Right, it's basically just people signing up for different things, and these apps, they pay out. And I don't know what direction Uber and Lyft are going in, but as far as going through the public, they're not doing very good. Well, it would be cool to teleport yourself, like, somehow through the device. Like, I, I know what you mean, because something different, but I don't know. But I think this is where... Um, I think this is where self-driving will eventually it will take over but at the same time it's um, it's gonna be like where's the where's the um, resources to be able to be able to pay for it so it's like the tech is there but the majority of society can't really afford it. I think it's a matter of integrating survival and tech. It's kind of like computers. I mean, a lot of the Macs and stuff were there. They had cool things, you know, back in the 80s and all that shit. But then people couldn't afford it because it was, right. you know, 10, 11 grand. And hell, you bring it up to inflation times, that, that's even close to... Maybe even 20 grand a day. Well, like with the iPhone, the iPhone survived in tech. Right. And then we were able to, through our means of survival, get it. But... That's like even the first couple computers I got, the one was like 1800 and the laptop was like 1300 mm -hmm. I mean, back then, 
you know, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Even if you make it like what inflation rates would be today, that would be a ton. But you look at most computers today, you can get them for around five, six hundred for something that would be, you know, as somewhat equivalent to what it would have been back then. So do you think the Mac is going to survive um, inflation? Um... I, I think it has. I think things have to get to a certain price point for people to be able to afford it. And that's that's with anything. It starts out, it starts out expensive, but then it eventually goes down to a point where it is affordable. Yeah. And I think that that's why I think focusing on how we can navigate into the future is going to be more um, impactful than focusing on the future from a distance. Like, we could sit here all day and and talk about the benefits of self-driving cars, but I think there's so many things happening right now that we can learn to navigate in the presence that... It's um if we learn to navigate these things, it can we can um we can get to that point um, as we navigate kind of thing. Like the future is something we actually have to get to. It's not like it's and I, I fall into this too, where I constantly watch these things because it's like everything else comes to my door. White, you know, the future will too, and it's like maybe it's a matter of us getting there. And just navigating every day and kind of being like in small steps kind of thing, maybe. Yeah, it's like you have to slowly build up society Mm -hmm. um, to be able to deal with a lot of the things. That's a good point. Yeah, society has to be ready. Right. Uh, What else? Is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, I just think the future is somewhat right Mm -hmm. sometimes through predictions and then sometimes it's just uh, it's just what people might want it to look like and then it's not always that way and so that's that's kind of where you end up, I guess. Yeah, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just, I think we're just learning. Right. Every day. Hey, uh, So, anyways, hope you enjoy this podcast, Bananas. Bear, bear.